Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the best regular, smegular podcast in the city, in the world. Wow, this place has great acoustics. Amazing. Not just the city, but the world. I'm pretty sure I said that already, but the acoustics, I just had to say it again. Um, jeez. Um, hope everybody's doing okay. Doing great. Um, Young Thug recently a picture of him surfaced during like a video a couple days ago of him just holding his head down in court while his attorney is prepping him. Um, I think it was during like a hearing, so they probably have like a recess of, at like the time, so his lawyer was prepping him to uh, go to court. Judge, I should say. Um, yeah, these acoustics are crazy. Oh my gosh, I'm at work right now. Old school, back to the grind stuff. Those who remember recording at work, so busy. <laughs> Man, but he had he had like his head down. I was like, yeah. and people in like the comments of the. The video were like, oh, he knows he's gonna, he's gonna beat this. I'm like, no, he's holding his head down because he's reading them off the fight that they have on their hands. And Thug is lucky because a lot of these people that face what he's facing with these RICO charges, they don't have a, a team of lawyers at the ready night and day to defend them. So he's lucky blessed enough to have them. <laughs> People are like, oh, he knows he's going to beat this. I'm like, nah, man, I know that look. He, he knows that he's, he, he's getting cooked here. With the Rico alone, they could really charge him 20 years. If there's like murders involved and other kind of crimes that he's being charged with, they can really do, which there are murders involved. And attempted murders involved. Since they've been watching you since 2015, they know you shot up Little Wayne's bus. Like, they know that was you for a fact. Not only that, they have over eight to nine YSL members all at the ready to testify against you. And if these boys think they're going to sign these pleas and they won't be called to the stand at any time, listen, some of these guys have already broken their bond. Like some of them have already, you know, even they took pleas, they've already broken their probation. Most of them are going to be on probation for 10, 15, 20 years, which is a very long time to live right after living so wrong for so long. And that includes whether or not they've been smoking, drinking things they haven't, uh, hanging around people like felons with guns and they know they shouldn't be around those people even if the people like around them have permits you shouldn't be around these people with guns in general so a lot of them my guess is have already broken the the contracts that they signed themselves in front of the judge in front of the prosecutors in front of the da and if you think they won't call you guys you're sadly mistaken if you think they won't call you to stand to testify bro they will lock you up 
backup at any time they kind of feel like it. At this point, you are at their mercy. You are lucky. Now, these guys are lucky that they let you out in the first place. You guys didn't have too much on you. That is why you're out. Because you don't have, they don't have um, too much on you. They have enough to clearly put you on probation for decades. But not enough to say like, you did this and you did that. And if you guys are getting these numbers, what do you guys believe that they're trying to hit young thug with? Because he's not getting probation. He's not really showing he's contrite that he's remorseful. And I'm like, maybe he just doesn't realize the gravity of this situation. Or maybe he believes that this money and the people that are backing him can save him. Or maybe his confidence in his legal team is just that high, in my opinion. You know? And if it is, kudos for you. For believing. But money won't get you out of this. Money is honestly what got Young Thug into this. The, the money, the, the feeling of being King Slime, all of these things. And people think, oh, when Young Thug beats this case, oh, he's going to have such a comeback story of the century. Beat what case? This is a RICO. A state RICO. And people are like, well, at least it's not federal. It's not a federal RICO, so he, he might have a chance to walk away from this. With what? You guys think he's gonna, they're going to give him 10? 15? 5? 5 even? And there was a point in time before all the evidence was just coming out and pouring out. That even I believe maybe they might give him 10, but then they say he's been involved in murders. And then the pleas started coming. And then with the pleas, you hear other people saying that YSL is a gang. That, yeah, I committed a murder on Young Thug's behalf. I shot up this person on Young Thug's behalf. I moved these drugs for Young Thug, for Jeffrey Williams. I did all this for him. He told me to do it. Here's text messages. Here's this. Here's that. Here's the other. And then I was like, and then I found out there was a murder involved. Like someone was actually murdered behind this. The man that passed him the, the pill. And that's why I thought it was some fentanyl. I'm like, bro, I thought it was some fentanyl he was passing you, bro. I was like, you, you should have. I'm like, man, you should have popped that thing and call it a day. If that's what it was. Apparently he had no knowledge of it. And I honestly believe he had no knowledge of what, what was going to happen. But I bet he wished he would have taken whatever that was. And they say it, it was like. And they say it was a perk. They say it was a Percocet. Laced with what? Probably something stronger than any of us have ever seen is what it was. What would a Percocet do for him? To calm his nerves? Because he knows he is under some shit. And he is going to be, he's going to have a hard, he's going to have a hard uphill fight on his hands very few times. Only time you, you see someone beat a Rico or beat these murders and everything is if everybody stays solid, nobody talks, nobody admits that they are a gang, but they broke. Almost all of them broke. Not broke as in lacking money, but they broke. That jail, whatever the conditions were, they shattered these men to the point like where wherever loyalty they think that they had for them. 
Like, nah. When you're facing that wall and you're behind the wall and you're dealing with whatever you're dealing with, um, it's not to make most men not want to do anything anymore. I'm sure. Whatever favors you did, whatever positions you helped out, whatever people they think they might come to the stand to defend Young Thug, it will not be enough for all the evil that they say that they're, they're putting on this man that he did. There is not enough money in the world. These people cannot be bought. They cannot be reasoned with. They can't be bartered with. This is the government. This is the government. What a quote. That is a quote for sure. Right? That was a pretty good quote, man. I don't know, like a whole soapbox rant right there. Let me get some drink out of that soapbox now. The only way that young thug might, and I mean, might be able to get out in 2030 is if, bruh, you know what they got on me. Because right now he has, let me read off these charges, because originally there was a 65 um, count um, indictment, but young thug is only charged with eight. Possession of marijuana with intent to distribute, which means um, he had a lot on him when they caught him. Possession of codeine with intent to distribute, which means he had a lot of bottles and bottles on him. Possession of cocaine, which is an illegal substance. All of these are illegal. I'm not sure if marijuana is in Atlanta, but in the South, we don't really play too much about like drugs in general. Possession of a firearm. And then possession of a machine gun. And these were seen seized in a search at Young Thug's home in Buckhead, Atlanta, during his May arrest. Now, whether they, whether they found these things legally or illegally, that's up to the prosecutor. To That's up to his defense to see, like... Did they have a warrant for all this stuff or did they just move in? And the law is the law, but the law don't mean nothing to people that write laws. It don't mean nothing to people that write and follow the laws. It don't mean shit. So they have to prove that, A, this was a, they didn't have a warrant when they came and when they did all this. So they made there's two ways. Someone's going to have to take the charges for all, for all that possession or whatever. I'm not sure who talked when they first met, like, oh, this is Young Thugs for sure. This is all Jeffrey stuff. I promise it is. And even then, if they still take the charges for possession of all these things, um, including the gun, which is a big one, the, the guns for sure are big ones. They already have you being a terror to the neighborhood and to the community. Last thing you need is to have guns on you. The the cocaine, the meth, the the weed. 
if someone were to be like, hey, those were all mine and just take those charges, he might be able to get rid of those, but still all the things they did while being a gang, and I have nine people saying you are a gang, and that you committed these acts because you are a gang. It really just dug him in a deeper and deeper hole. And you have a hard time convincing a judge. The judge ain't playing around with you either, man. I've seen that judge. That judge ain't playing with you. That judge ain't got no mercy for you. And he has no sympathy for you. He's confused about how all these things in the case are coming out in the public. He's like, how? I didn't put this on the... I didn't, I didn't say nothing, so how's everybody else finding out all this stuff? Somebody going outside and they talking and they snitching and they telling everybody. Yeah, he's not playing with you. So it's like if you... They definitely got him down for that murder. They got him down for that murder, for sure. And that can be, that can yield a life sentence within itself. He might not ever get out. They're giving out. NBA LeBron James, D-Wade type of numbers, like 80 points a game, 40 apiece type of situations. And they got you as the head of the pyramid. The one we've been looking for, King Slime. If they have any mercy on the rest of them, what makes you think they're going to have mercy on you? So two ways. Um, they can least lessen the charges, but they said with all the stuff that's kind of happened with the racketeering involved, and they can even run it congruently or uh, consecutively together. Like they could do 30, 20, 15. That's 55 years. Not including anything else, but that's just for the racketeering. The even 55 is better than, than whatever. Plus Atlanta offers probation. And then, and even as I'm saying it, I'm like, doesn't it sound kind of impossible though, guys? Doesn't it? If he gets 30, someone must really be looking out for him. And 30, let's say like 20, really, 10 years probation. Even if they do it backwards, do it 10 and 20. But somebody really had to mess up in this whole case. And I, they've been too thorough watching him since 2015 to not be thorough when they catch him. They've been too thorough. And then I think even remorse, even just as I'm saying this podcast and talking on it and really reading off all this stuff. And just saying it out loud, I'm like, bro, you're in some shit. Recognize you're in some shit. Don't hold your head down. Pay attention. Be attentive to what your lawyer is telling you. Because your lawyer don't give a shit if you are guilty or innocent. They don't. And even if they prove reasonable doubt, like I said, this shit means nothing to people that write the laws that you have to abide by. It means nothing to them. Instead of, you know, being, you know, as I said, uh, head up high, you know, paying attention, looking straight forward, looking the judge in the eyes, 
talking to the DA behind the scenes, the prosecutor, you want to stand up and still profess your innocence after all the work we put in, after everything we've done for the last almost seven years, or is it eight years? I believe the time you got arrested was seven, but now it's eight. Seven years, and you want to sit here and say you are innocent of all this, even though we got your own boys over here testifying against you. You want to do all this, huh? Huh, Mr. Williams? Wasting our dollars and our manpower and our time? Oh, no, 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 no. We can't have that. We can't have this. If I was him, I would throw myself at the mercy of the court. Because he's not getting no plea deal. Because he's at the top. What he should be doing is begging the DA to spare him. To look at all the good that he has done. Forget what these people are saying. They're not calling witnesses to testify that you are a good man. Their job is to lock you up. So you never see the light of day again. Their job is not to make you out to be some good person. Maybe the DA should be calling their own witnesses, but even then, they called his, the label executive. They called people that he helped out, and it still did nothing for his case. And that was the beginning of the case, before all the things came out. You see, if you keep reading the chapters, more stuff keeps happening. You see... That's what I would do. Only way he might walk away with like if he get thirty, like I said, if he get thirty, man, someone must really be looking out for him. And I'd be surprised if he got thirty with the murder involved. I'd be very surprised. Cause that Rico is really the thing he really has to worry about. Even if they did find the other things illegally and the search wasn't warranted and there was no warrant for it and they just moved in on him because they thought he was moving away and he had $50,000 on him, he could easily relocate or something. Easily. To somewhere. He knows somebody in some town, in some city he can lay low in, no doubt. But even then, he has an uphill fight on his hands. So keep your head up, pay attention, weigh all your options, because your lawyer isn't going to tell you, hey, it's probably your best interest, bro, to probably, you know, like, just say you did that shit. Like, come on now, just say you did, you know what, the lawyer knows what they got. Like, at this point in time, I believe the lawyer doesn't know everything that they got on you. So they're basing all this off of they don't know everything. They don't know even half of what they have on you. And your lawyer doesn't care what you are going to say, like, nah, I got this and I got that. Nah, what did you do for them to come after you this hard? What did you do? And it's going to be really hard explaining to the, the jury and to the judge that you aren't. And it's going to be the same judge on trial, bro. Same judge that's aware of all this stuff. He's aware of what they're saying in the media. You think these judges don't have internet? You think these judges don't? Don't scour the internet and they, they, they research you. They say the judge is supposed to be biased. Do you think they, they looked at you? Like they looked you up and heard about you? You think that? They know, they know who you are. 
they know what you've done. And when they see the evidence, they're going to know even more. Because right now, the judge, to my knowledge, hasn't seen everything. They see little bits and pieces during the hearings and everything, but they don't even know everything that the prosecutor has. That's not including recordings, wiretaps. They've had you tapped since 2016. Video, photo video photography. Um, eyewitness testimony. Victims. Um, all of these things play a part in your trial. Your lawyer's not gonna, your lawyer's basing off of what they think they have. Because the DA's not really sharing information like that. The things that we hear are all secondhand. So yeah, keep your head up, man. Keep your head up. Yeah, don't hold it down. Nah, nah, keep it up, man. Don't, yeah, no, look doomy and gloomy, man. Like I said, I thought he was handing you a, a damn fentanyl, dude. That's what I thought it was. See, and I don't think Jeffrey would ever do anything like that, but I'm like, man, I thought he was handing you some stuff to be like, to help ease the pain for real, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you ain't allowed to have no drugs, bro. And the dude who handed it to you, if you were aware of one of her, I wouldn't know. Nobody would know, really. But whoever was handed it to you, it probably kind of ease your pain, too. Whether it was you trying to kick the habit of all them perkies. Or what, but I hope you got a will. Because right now his assets are froze. Hope you got a will, man. With that contract you got with the... With them boys... I don't know what it's signed to, but I hope that contract is, is thorough and good, bro. Let me see. Warner Music Group. Warner Brothers. Basically, Warner Brothers Music. Warner Music Group. And his own label. The contract better be good, man. There better be, better be a goodwill. Better be enough money to set you up for a long time. If it goes the way I think it's going to go. It's just like a... Man, I don't know why these boys be doing all this stuff. You have the whole world ahead of you, dude. You live in your life people could, can only dream of. Why put yourself in this position that... To dick it all away like this, why waste and squander all your opportunities for for what? And then to be boastful about such things. And to portray yourself as something that you are not. A hero in the community. A father, a friend. All the while committing atrocities. All the while still doing dirt in these streets and thinking nothing will catch up to you. That there won't be a reckoning. Is beyond insane to me. Remember guys, Ken knows you don't know and if you knew better, you'd do better. Hold your head up, young thug, man. Don't get Put yourself in this situation. I want to see some accountability coming from his mouth. You put yourself here. 
you had everything going and you decided to put yourself in the worst position that you could ever put yourself in and, and you started years ago. There's a tab, there's like a, a tally or a tab that you owe. You owe a tab committing these crimes. You, you owe something to somebody. And somebody's gonna make sure you pay. Gotta pay up. Gotta pay the piper, man. Whoever the piper is, it's time to pay up. So people, that's why I wonder how people get away with doing so much crime. And I'm like, bro, there's a there's a debt. There's a debt you owe. Whether that be to society, to yourself, to the courts, the victims. You owe somebody something. Don't feel bad now. It's about to get much, much, much worse.